What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. I'm Paul. I'm here with JC. What's up? And AJ. How are y'all doing tonight? Really excited to do our second episode. Uh, first off, I want to give everybody a, a big shout out. We're super excited about the response that we've had so far about the podcast. 1,100 followers on Facebook, more than I could have ever imagined, especially this early in the game. <laughs> We have 69 downloads of the podcast. It's been released for about 24 hours, so... Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. And that's a good way to start. So, anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys, for that. Really appreciate it. You know, leave us comments. Let us know what you think about the show. We're really excited to really keep moving this thing forward. So, uh, tonight, we're really excited for what we're going to highlight. We have Pappy Van Winkle 12 which is obviously a, a hard-to-find bourbon. But we're going to highlight some other 12-year-olds that's going to be a little easier for you guys to find, a little bit more prevalent to, in the stores. So, uh, you know, you're going to get a nice little comparison of something rare and then something that's not as rare that is going to have a lot of different palettes. So, bunch of different flavors coming out tonight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we have a special guest as well, Zach. He's one of our really good friends. Zach actually brought the Pappy 12. It was open, so we said, hey, bring some Pappy 12 down and get on a podcast. So, you know, if you have anything really cool and want to be on a podcast, hit us up on Facebook. I, I'm just glad I didn't have to pay. <laughs> How did you get this bottle, Zach? It's actually a funny story, JC, since you were there. Um, <laughs> and Paul. So let's go into it real quick. But a little bit about me. I'm actually from eastern Kentucky. So it's uh, Pikeville for anybody who knows about eastern Kentucky. And you'll uh, learn, a, learn probably say that a little bit more in my accent throughout this show or podcast. Yeah. Whichever you I was born out of Pike County, too. From so. Britain? Really? He sounds hmm. British, doesn't he? I don't know. <laughs> But uh, someone not from the holler thinks it sounds British. <laughs> so I met these guys uh, probably six years ago uh, when I moved to Lexington, and then now I currently live in uh, Washington, D.C., so it feels good to be where my roots are, you know? Started from the holler, <laughs> now we're here. <laughs> uh, moving, but on up. moving on to how I came across the, the pappy um, <laughs> with dirty you. looks from uh, the two across the room. So um, our uh, local, a local place here, Liquor Barn, was doing a raffle uh, for various Pappy 23 down. And uh, Paul actually called me one morning. He was like, you coming down? And I was like, oh, shit, I overslept. <laughs> and uh, I was like, so I'm on my way down. He's like, they're shutting off the raffle in like 10 minutes. So I, I don't live but five, six minutes away. So I'm, I throw on flip-flops and socks, not knowing that it's raining outside. Grab the towel. <laughs> grab, grab a towel, run, <laughs> run down. And um, Paul actually, like the good friend he is, comes out and parks my car for me so I can get, I actually end up getting the last raffle ticket uh, at Liquor Barn. So we're going through, they're calling the numbers, and I think they call my number. Emphasis on <laughs> I think they you're, call my number. You're also, uh, he's underselling what the day is like. It is a dreary, it's October, I believe, right? October, it's yeah. It's a dreary October day. This guy shows Cold. up, but he says in flip flops, he's wearing <laughs> socks, flip flops. A pullover and some sweatpants. And I have a I mean, towel over his head. And it's raining. over his head, yes. And it's, and it's, and it's raining. The, the horrendous fall drizzle. Yeah. It's cold out. It's every bit of 40, 45 degrees out. I was glad I had to work, so I didn't even have to wait out there with y'all, and I still get to enjoy this. <laughs> well, since Paul painted that as beautiful as Van Gogh could, um, <laughs> let me kind of get you back to where I think 
that I get my number called. So I can I start walking up, which let me remind you, there are a thousand people at this at that least. you have to yeah. Yeah. like excuse me, excuse me. And, and people's already last, we were in the very back. And people's already pissed off because they know when you're saying excuse me, you're going to collect a bottle. So they're like, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> find, a, find, your way up find a different route. This ain't 64, big guy. <laughs> and uh, so I, I go up, finally get there, and they're like, this isn't your number. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to go back through this. So I head back, and remember, I have a towel on my head, so it's pretty noticeable that I just went up and did not get a bottle. So I take the walk of shame back. takes a good 60 seconds to get back, and JC and Paul, as I would as well, be laughing and mocking, <laughs> being like, oh, you think you can get caught? <laughs> so I get back. Then lo and behold, three or four numbers later, mine does get called after checking multiple times. <laughs> so you think walking up at once <laughs> is tough? <laughs> Try walking up a second time when you got people being like, oh, it's a guy with the towel. <laughs> this guy again. <laughs> So I actually do get up. My number is called. I end up getting the uh, 12-year uh, lot B and come back out, <laughs> tell the guys thanks, tell Paul thanks for driving my car, and I did. So, yeah, just <laughs> left it there. <laughs> like he's, he's here every bit of 30 seconds, gets a Pappy 12, and leaves us. And gets called early. It wasn't even like late in the raffle. He gets called like early. So he's there a total of like 15, 20 minutes. We're waiting hours in the rain. The, the so, names we were calling him. When you left, we can't really say on this podcast. <laughs> it would not be nice. Well, be all funny. said and done, I thought it was a pretty good day. <laughs> <laughs> Went back home, took a nap, got so, some breakfast. So this, for lack of a better word, asshole, then starts sending us pictures of the Pappy 12, saying, hey guys, like I'm back home, and he starts posting it and everything. I, I'm pretty sure in that moment I just would have killed him. Glad you left. <laughs> <laughs> For tonight's I, sake, I'm glad I kept it. Yeah, and, well, and we get yeah. to try that. So hopefully, I'm back in your all's good graces a little oh, bit. Yeah, for bringing oh, it yeah, by. definitely. The, definitely. The crazy thing about, for now. <laughs> for now. The crazy thing about the, that day was literally, there's at least six or seven people around us that were winning this raffle. Yeah. And you know, some of these people were literally walking to the parking lot selling this stuff. And JC wanted, we want to drink it. So it was a very frustrating experience. The rain didn't help, the cold didn't help. But at the end of the day, it's, it is a really funny story, and we're, we're glad at least one of us got it. So um, without further ado, let's let's talk about it. Let's try it and everything. So, JC, why don't you give us some background about uh, Lot B over there? All right. So this is Van Winkle Special Reserve, 12-year-old Lot B from the Buffalo Trace Distillery. It is an assumed mash bill. They don't really ever release any of their mash bills, but it's the weeded mash bill with 72% corn. 18% wheat, no rye, and 10% uh, malted barley. Uh, it's just bold flavors. It's great. A lot of people are going to hear, you're going to hear them call it this, Pappy 12. Even though that's not the official name, you're going to hear it, but... For us novices. <laughs> well, you know what they're talking about. Like anybody, who, anybody who's an amateur or a novice or has been in the game forever, when they hear Pappy 12, they know what you're talking about. And if they're saying, oh, I've never heard of that before, they're just kind of being... Yeah, they're just kind they're of poking being... poking fun to poke fun. They're poking fun just for poking fun. So, you're going to get a lot of good, mellow flavoring out of this. So, let's uh, pour everybody a glass and... Cheers. Cheers it up. To bourbon with friends. Bourbon with friends. Cheers. Damn, that's good. <laughs> I mean... That is... 
I mean, damn, that's good. That's good. I like the nose so far. Heavy caramel. It, yeah. The great thing about this is you get the subtle burn in the back of your throat, right? You, it it doesn't sit in the front of your mouth. It definitely sits in the back. Yeah. It, the caramel hits the sweet, really sensation that you're going to get in the, the first sip. But at the same time, it's a it's it's a I'd say a medium to long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The night. Yeah. yeah. The night first can even be long. Look at a lot of cherry. Do y'all smell cherry? Yeah. The cherries. I pick up the cherry on you, it. You, um, it's got a nose with cherry. Yeah. No, not the flavor. The candy cherries. Like on the, yeah, yeah. The the, ni- the ninety proof is a good a good proof to taste a lot of bourbons, and you get a lot more sweetness out of it with it not being not as high of proof as some of the others can get up to. Officially um, ninety point four proof. So it's a little great Buffalo Trace product. Yeah. Great Buffalo Trace product. Pappy Van Winkle line. So great. So vanilla on the flavor, right? You vanilla? The caramel. I get a lot of caramel. Yeah. I, I, I actually feel like I get a little cherry flavor. I, I'm, I'm more with Paul. I, I get more of a caramel, more of caramel. a caramel flavor. And I'm going to use the word here that uh, some, <laughs> some do not like, but I, I'm pretty. I think it's pretty smooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 an easy drink. It's got it's a, a nice mellowness to it. Watching JC's face anytime someone uses the word smooth is always right. enjoyable. And, and I think for me. everybody has a little bit different variation of smooth yeah. when they use right. it, right? So, yeah. so, so, so for me, what I mean by that to kind of give you my definition is I don't have that kick afterwards. I don't have that lasting burn. Yeah. It goes down my windpipe. That but, cheap whiskey yeah. burn. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the one that you drink back. The one we all Not drink. A full on Kentucky. Yeah, I, I think yeah, we were yeah. talking a little bit beforehand. It's kind of like like moonshine, right? Like yeah. It gives you that that, that just, strong burn. This kind of Burns a little bit when it hits the tongue. It's enjoyable. But, but yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, not, a, it's not something that you you're get, like. You get no burn in the nose. Yeah, no. None. It's a very yeah, good I've, sipping, just sit around, around sipping whiskey. Yes, this is It's also a good flex to have on your countertop. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you want to try this? Yeah, I got that. Don't this is one sitting on any shelf, no matter who they are, will get everyone's attention. Everybody knows the name. If, yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah it, whether it, you call it Pappy, I call it Lot B. Everyone's got their own thing they refer to it as, but. Um, it gets people's attention. And if you have a friend over that says, what is that? Immediately hit the friend. <laughs> <laughs> or you could pour it for them and let them... Oh, I just pour straight Heaven Hills. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're like, <laughs> oh, here that you go. <laughs> well, that's, that's why the decanter's out in the front room. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know what they have, I just Listen, pour them the when decanter. when we said last week, bourbon with friends, and we share it with everyone, it was like, uh, I was thinking everybody. more, it kind of, that person became an acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> Bourbon with friends and one acquaintance. It's meant to be enjoyed. Like, you don't need to be snobby about it, no matter how rare or hard to find or allocated the bottle is. I mean, it's meant to be drank, not sitting on a shelf, collecting dust. I am the snobby one, though. Think, yes, but that's why we love you, too. Yeah, well, I'm definitely snobbier. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why we like because we we're opening everything. So, so we're gonna get back to this, right? So let's yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah, well, let's compare the twelve years that you can find on the shelf almost every day. Um, so the first one uh, AJ's got over here is Elijah Craig twelve year. <laughs> um, I'm laughing a little bit about this one because I know Paul's not a huge barrel proof fan, and this one's gonna be up there. Paul's not a big over 115 proof fan. 115 is so. your max. Yeah. yeah, and this is well past that. Um, this is the Elijah Craig small batch. Uh, it's the barrel proof version. Uh, this particular batch number is C917. Um, and it comes in at a uh, staggering 131. So Paul's going to love this Pray one. Pray for me. <laughs> um, like 
interesting. Zach, have you ever had this before? Actually, have not. It's been my first time. I mean, it's definitely. This is going to be an interesting. This situation. Could be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, and and for for those out there, Zach is not necessarily like a heavy. He drinks bourbon, but he's you, you've not experienced a ton of different ones, right? I, I have not. I've not experienced a lot of different ones. So, so somebody like AJ who likes the high proof, and myself who likes the high proof, and then watching you two drink it, who like yeah. the lower. And this, you might like this, but this is your first time having it. Yeah. Okay, so so these guys over here think it's going to be funny. It's about a year and a half, two years ago. I'm really starting to get into this whole bourbon thing, and JC, you know, it's about 11:30, 12 o'clock at night. So we're a couple cocktails in at this point. And JC says, "Here, take a shot of bourbon." I'm like, "Sure." He finds the biggest shot glass I have and fills this thing up with 131 proof Elijah Craig. And myself, in my sheer stupidity, goes, "Oh, well, okay, it's a shot." So I took the whole thing. I trust him. I yeah. <laughs> Mistake. I swear, if you would have lit a match in front of my mouth, I would have blown fire like a dragon. To this day, I have not touched Elijah Craig. So this is the first time I have drank Elijah Craig in like a year and a half. I've always been a fan of the barrel proof just because, I mean, with something like this, this is uncut, unfiltered. This is exactly what comes out of the barrel when it's done and aged. So 12 years later, out of a whiskey thief, this is exactly what comes out. So it's bourbon in its purest form. It's bourbon in its purest form for me. Fury, you had it right. In the purest form. A 12-year to me is about when bourbon start reaches its peak, like, great flavors. Like, the wood's going to take out a lot of the burn, and it's just going to be there. It mellows it out a little bit. (laughs) So the first thing you're going to notice, the nose, you're you're definitely going to get the alcohol. You can smell the higher proof, yeah. Yeah. This one's going to stand up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a trick for that though is if you put the open your mouth, just put the rim of the glass on your nose, and breathe in just a little bit. It takes away some of the alcohol. Yeah. I mean, in the first initial drink is gonna be it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot on your palate, um, <coughs> as that shows you right there. Um, but I've always learned a trick. Uh, Freddie Johnson said it at Buffalo Trace on one of the tours. I was lucky enough to be on with him. If you let it hit your lips, it kind of takes that burn away, and then you get a little more of the flavor. You know um, what else takes the burn away? Not drinking it. <laughs> but, oh, you know, I, I know. Doctor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that is for a different podcast. Yeah. Ooh, I got but, a, lot of, a lot of nutty flavor on that. Sorry. My bad. Timing right there. Yeah, this is disintegrating fast with the barrel proofs like it tends to. So, so AJ, um, tell us a little bit about what you're getting in this. Um, I mean, with this one, I mean, it's the mash bill is 75% corn, it's 13% rye, so there's going to be a little spice there, but you're getting a lot of the sweetness on it. Um, I get almost like a chocolatey cocoa taste to it whenever I drink it. Um, once you get past that burn and actually get that finish. Heavy okay. spice. Is anyone else picking that up, or is that okay, just me? Okay, so I, I put water in mine, all right? I have to tell you, it's not bad now. Yeah. Um, I get almost like a, a cinnamon spice. That's the rock, yeah. Um, yeah. And it, I do get, I, I get a little bit of caramel flavor. I definitely get an oaky flavor as yeah. well. Um, the water seems to really open it up. It really gets the oils going. Yeah, the, wa- yeah, the water is going to separate the oils from it, and then you get a lot of flavor. The oil is going to rise to the top, and you get a lot of flavor right off the top. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on Paul on Paul's track. I, I also like to put a little bit of water, an ice cube, 
in mind when I drink it straight. I know, I know AJ's a little <laughs> on the uh, uh, non-side of that. Yeah. But I, I'm with you on this kind of cinnamon spice. Um, I actually enjoy the burn a little bit, though, on this yeah. one. Um, it, it's, it's actually it's not, it's not, it's not overwhelming. No. Um, it's enough to know you it's there. Water in it? Um, actually did not on, on this. I'm trying okay. it straight right now. And, and yeah. it's actually not that bad. I, I, I actually like the burn. It, 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 the, the interesting thing about this one, real quick, is... Yeah. I think I feel like you get the burn in the nose and going down. Like it's, yeah. it's very uh, unique. You're getting, the, you're getting that Kentucky <laughs> hug. <laughs> Kentucky hug, as like JC hug. likes to call this. <laughs> but um, I mean, for anyone trying this, I mean, I don't recommend just starting out the gate with barrel proofs. Yeah, it don't, took don't me make a lot. This your first it took me a lot to get up to where I enjoy it this way. But there is nothing wrong with putting ice cube or a little bit of water in it. Um, like they've said on their tasting notes. I mean, it opens it up, it changes the bourbon, um, breaks it apart in the oils. I mean, it's a different bourbon at that point, but, I mean, it's meant to be enjoyed however you like to drink it. Coming from the most novice person here, I would tell you not to start with, some, <laughs> with something like this. My, actually, sad as it is, these guys are probably going to shake their head, but the first uh, bourbon that I ever got to try was actually a Pappy Tenure. And, and, and I and I about died. Sometimes like, are you here? I, I, sometimes you're that you guy. The bottle, never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do to get on the podcast. <laughs> but I actually did not like the Pappy Ten at my because it was the first the first thing that I that I tried, and that was probably five six years ago. It's a right? hundred. It's a hundred and seven proof. So, so it's a little yeah. So now actually, uh, I enjoy twelve quite a bit more, and it is would be stronger. <laughs> so. So it's uh, I would definitely start 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 down. And then w- one little fact I had just reading up on this, just because you know you can never stop learning about bourbon. Um, where I said this was a C nine seventeen. Um, actually, the I don't I hope this applies to all of them because I thought it was a cool fact. Uh, but the nine in it, it was, this one was actually bottled in September. Um, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's so it's the C. Yeah. So the C is the warehouse, isn't it, JC? Uh-huh. The warehouse. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just nice to know that, I mean, I thought it was cool. You can look at a bottle and just see that batch number and know exactly warehouse, uh, the month it was bottled in, and everything there. Yeah, you know you know a lot about it just by, from that. This is a Heaven Hill product. Oh, yeah, and definitely. Um, there's a lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Heaven Hill makes a lot of great whiskey. And, and there was a, a joker. There was a joke earlier that uh, someone said, give him straight Heaven Hill, but... Um, <laughs> Let's not do that. No, nothing wrong with it. Well, actually, um, there's a bottle of uh, Heaven Hill. Bottle, okay. Yeah. The, I mean, everything <laughs> so from the Heaven Hill bottle and bond to Henry McKenna, there's some great stuff, products that come out of there that, you know, don't get hung up on a name or a distillery. Just and try it all. So Just, what, are you, what are you expecting to pay for something like this? Like, someone's out looking for this bottle... What's the minimum uh, they can see it and the maximum they should pay? I mean, the minimum I've seen it around for like forty nine ninety nine. Um, I wouldn't go above seventy five. In my personal opinion, you'll probably find it about sixty sixty five on an average shelf. Yeah, sixty sixty five is about average. Yeah. I would do more than ninety. It's a good, it's a good whiskey. I mean, two thousand seventeen bourbon of the year. Yeah, it's a great whiskey, but I'm not going to go more than ninety on this. Yeah, because you, know, you can find a lot of barrel proofs that are really going to give you the same flavors for cheaper but so 65 is about the most I've yeah so i brought old medley 12 year this is another one you can find on the shelf relatively easily right i mean the, the it's semi easy yeah, yeah I mean, the, you're gonna the, see it there most it's not a well-known it's not gonna sell out the second yeah it's, the shelf. it's not a well-known bourbon you I, i've been 
in my hunts for bourbon, I, I've seen it probably at 75% of the stores I've stopped at. So, uh, this is going to, you know, this is going to be a, a high corn mash. You're going to be at 77%, uh, corn. You're going to be at 13% rye or sorry, 10% rye and 13% malted barley. The malted, malted barley, I think is going to be the interesting part about this one. So, um, I'm going to pop this open and you almost heard that way. It's, oh, yeah, that's good. It, there you go. Woo! It's got a little bit smaller head on it. Uh, the bottle on it's kind Love of the bottle. Yeah, it's it's almost like a, an Elmer T. Lee type, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that square-shaped bottle yeah. that, you know, is kind of Elmer T. Lee's known it, for. It, it's got an old-fashioned type look to it, so I really... It, it's a really nice-looking bottle. Old-fashions. Mm, okay. Old-fashions, <laughs> <laughs> old fashions, yeah. yeah. We will definitely cover that in a later podcast with the cocktails. It's so vanilla. I guess the first thing you notice is your. So this is an eighty-six point eight proof, right? So the first thing you're gonna notice right off the bat, you you get a little bit more alcohol sniff, but you get a really really sweet, unique sniff behind that, right? So it's you get just the hint enough. Yeah, just vanilla. It's really a mild, not mild, but like a really. Vanilla is very heavy on the front of this. Like yeah. it's it's heavy to the smell and the, the first taste. I it mean, it stays it's, on the front of your tongue. It doesn't yeah. hit the back there's of your no, throat. There's no there's no there's no burn in the back of the throat on this at all. No, there's no. Again, this is something you can sip on hot weather outside. Ice cube. Ice cube. Good Keelan. Well, it's it's it's. But anyway, it's a full body <laughs> taste. Like you get a lot of flavor. Like I'm getting some vanilla. I get corn because, it, you know, you definitely have a high, high corn mash in that. I mean, it's the highest corn mash bill we have tonight. Yeah, but, um, but it almost, but you do get that sweet, almost vanilla flavor with it as well. It's not something that, it's it's a short to medium, I think, right? On the finish, yeah. yeah it's yeah. a short to medium. To medium. Finish. It, it, it finishes really dry, too, which, I mean. Almost like I, a dry wine. Which yeah. You don't get a lot of that with uh, bourbon sometimes, at least in my opinion, but it's a, I mean. I, I actually think this should be really good in an old fashioned. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you. This yeah. this, oh, this, this one, a, yeah, I, I this think, would mellow with the flavors with the cherries and the. the yeah, I, I think this choose an orange or a lime or. I think this would be excellent. Which I'm, which I'm a big old fashioned guy, so I, I I mix Blantons with my old fashioned. So I can't <laughs> shut I can't, your face. So this this is a guy that started drinking bourbon with. Uh, Ten year, ten year over at Van Winkle. My, my wife, for our three year anniversary, bought me the old fashioned kit through Blanton's. So that's why I mix my Blanton's with it. It's so he has an excuse for, for this one. I think you're going to bring that back next time. Right? Yeah. I, I'll be back the end of August. We're going to have me back on over again. So, bet, so, end of August, you can expect the podcast over some old fashions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as a general with old fashions, I've always said, always heard, told me with that and Manhattan's, I mean, Never put a bourbon in it you wouldn't drink straight. I mean, because you don't want to hide or mask the flavors. Um, and, I mean, cocktails are good, but they're meant to highlight the bourbon, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we're going to do a whole podcast over old yeah. fashions. We all do something a little bit. We all love them. them. <laughs> uh, we make our own. You know, we, we said this in the beginning, in, the, in our first podcast, we do some simple syrups and things like that that we're making. We're getting into our own bitters. But there's little twists, so we're going to be really excited about yeah. It'll be out. unique then to actually see what Blanton sends to make an old-fashioned. Like, it's yeah, their absolutely. cherries they send, it's their bitters they send. Yeah, they make their own bitters, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're going to go back to the, to the Pappy 12, but we have a special guest again that just ended up on the table. Just walked in. Just walked in. 
sneaky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it was quiet. AJ, what, 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 what came in behind you through that door? These guys are huge Pappy fans. <laughs> Understatement. Yeah, I mean, that's the understatement of the year. Um, so, Paul decided to bring out the old Rip Van Winkle 10. Um, Pappy 10, as some other people like to call it, just because... Well... You know what? Just because, because it's Paul. <laughs> well, this will be a delight to you all. I just told you that my first ever drink was Pappy 10, right? And I didn't like it. This will be the first time since then I've had it. Seriously? Oh, really? really? Actually, okay. Oh, wow. That's that's it. So this is going to be real. So I just told you I did not like it six, seven years ago. Yeah. So. This will be fun. That's, so uh, this. Give this us, is, what, what do you think the note is? You give us the initial yeah. taste then. It smells a lot better than it used to. <laughs> well, while he's sniffing this, we'll go into a little bit of the basics. It is going to be the same mash bill as the lot b but it's 107 proof versus the 90.4 proof and it's 10 years versus the 12 years yeah so what do you I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I, so my nose i don't really smell like it's not like a strong vanilla like the other like right. the other one i got from it so i'm just going to taste it and we'll see where it goes from there the suspense is killing us <laughs> Lots changed in seven years. Uh, it's it's awesome. I love Wait, it. Were you fourteen seven years ago? Ooh, close. He I was, just, I was he actually just looks twenty, but drinking age is twenty one. Um, disclaimer. Um, but no, it, it is it is really 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 good. Uh, it does have a more more of a burn than the twelve. Um, it, probably the one hundred seven. Yeah, right. Proof. It's, it's yeah. one hundred seven proof. Yeah. Uh, Seventeen. But it doesn't. It's not lingering on me. It's like in, in my throat, like on my tongue, I can still feel the burn a little bit, but it is, uh, again, oh. it's it's pretty smooth. I almost I almost get an apple taste. Does anybody yeah. else get that, or is that just me I, being weird? I, I've always got almost a honey taste of the. I, I'm more on the, the I'm more on the honey side. Yeah, I mean, I, I can taste some. I, I taste. That's where I've always get it. I don't know if it's the oil. Almost like a honey crisp. Yeah, honey crisp apple. There you go, honey crisp right. apple right there. <laughs> Taste a little bit of the apple. That I don't you say that. That's not what I got at the I, first, but I will say after it sits tart, after it sits for a second, because I haven't had it sit now mm. in over a minute. So my tongue, I can taste like a honey, honey crisp apple. Like it's mm. it's straight. It's, it's, it's got odd. a tart. It's almost like a tart, mm-hmm. like, yeah. and it sits really in the in the back of your tongue. Yeah, and this, this is, one this, really. This one hits there. the back of the throat. It's mm. going to linger for a really long time compared to the mm. other ones we've had tonight. It just sits there. It's. Good mouth. It's a long finish. A nice it's, long. It's a, it's, a very, it's a very long finish, but it's whole body. The, like, the burn's not there. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it doesn't it's stay a lot around for me. Well, yeah, for a one hundred seven, it doesn't. It does burn. Not, it doesn't yeah. burn the way I thought it would. So the way it, the way it did um, seven years ago. So so uh, I will echo kind of the same thing Zach said. My first pappy was pappy ten. Um, I've been lucky enough to have 10, 12, and fifteen. Um, ten is. Probably the easiest to find. Oh, right? definitely. Twelve, um, yeah. 10's probably the easiest, followed by the twelve. Yeah, those are the two. Ten's definitely your best chance to hit at a raffle. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's also your best chance to get on the secondary market and not lose an entire three to four hundred dollars in the secondary market. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what would you what would you pay for a Pappy Ten? Like, give them the retail price if they see it sitting on the shelf, and then what their max would be if you saw it out. Retail is right at sixty five to seventy five dollars if you can find it. 
for that. If which is, to get to which is crazy. Yeah, and then... If you can find it for that, grab it. Grab it, <laughs> grab it instantly. If all they have them. more than one, they don't know what they've got, buy them all. <laughs> I would go upwards to almost $200, and I don't spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't go above... I'll spend money on whiskey, so... You live in the room, I spend money on whiskey. But, uh, I don't go above MSRP that often. This is one of the few... I have like four or five that I do, and this would be one of them. I'd go upward to $200 on this one just to have... Yeah. I mean... Weller 107 is real similar, but it, you know, obviously that's not aged 10 years. The bottle on this one is also extremely nice. Like you, you, you know, like it's really weird. You see a nice bottle and you can actually almost feel it tastes good. The Pappy 10 is like a much nicer presentation. I, I would, I would use the word elegant. It, yeah, it's I eloquent. think it's more eloquent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like that. It's like I, a wine but, bottle. Yeah, I, I, I like that. So for me, I, I would probably go. 150 for me because I would go probably 300 on the 12 on, on secondary. So I would prefer to have, the, I like the 12 better. See, I prefer the Rip Van over the Lot B. That's, yeah. I like the higher proofs. That goes back for to the I'll, novices. He prefers the 10 over the 12. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, that just goes back to I like the higher proof versus yeah. the, the lower proof. Right. I, I'm in the same boat. I actually like the 10 over the 12. Um, and the picture's so great. For, yeah. For, for that, when it comes down to it, I mean, be happy with whatever you're willing to pay for it. I mean, they're both great bottles. Yeah, if you're ordering um, over Pappy, you're winning. So, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, either way. If you find them at retail, buy all of them. Yeah. But, but I mean, alone. if you're willing to pay the secondary market price, don't be ashamed or let anyone judge you off what you wanted to pay. They're great conversation pieces. And, I mean, they're sure, great honey. Two great bottles of bourbon that are meant to be shared but for moments like this. Just remember, if you have a friend come over and they do not know what Pappy is, they're no longer a friend, they're an acquaintance. Yes, definitely <laughs> an acquaintance. You give them whatever is in your bar that you paid fourteen ninety nine for. So so we're back. So let, let's... We all have some Pappy 12 left. We, we pour, we want to end with it. Let's definitely compare this to the other 12 years and then we can kind of talk about a little bit more from the Pappy 10 that we had, so... All right, so what I did, though, is I let a little bit in my glass. I let it dry out a little bit. I'm going to pass this around a little bit. This is a trick you can do. If you're having trouble finding, like, the noses on certain whiskeys, if you leave just a little bit in the cup and let it kind of dry out, you can pick up more of the... The notes? The notes. Here, Zach, try that. I Smell definitely, it. like, in my glass, I get a lot of cherry flavor on the 12. You, the alcohol is gone at this point. So you get more of like the oils left behind, especially if it's a non-chilled filter, which we can go into that. Later. I might be wrong, but I'm picking up vanilla. You're gonna, yeah. See, and this, I mean, this yeah. is this is it's dried out now. The cups vanilla cherry coke. This, this, <laughs> this is a really good trick I use, like on anything new. I will try it. I'll pour it in. I actually actually leave it till the next day, and then in the morning time I go in, being as nerdy as that is, I smell it. Before, you know. Pick up some more flavors. I mean, the, the vanilla is definitely there on the nose. I didn't get it much on the tasting. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have said it, drinking it or even with it actually in the glass. But um, dried out, you definitely get, you get different nose and it's different. It's a little trick to help people yeah. pick out noses. That's yeah. all. I, I think the the thing with Pappy is is that you get really high notes, right? You you you're not guessing. A ton. It's a very well-made bourbon. You know, you're the not. Win so many there, there really is. I, you're you're not trying to say, oh, what's this and that. You know, we you can smell as soon as you make a pour, and you're gonna smell a flavor. 
there's no burn in the smell. Uh, if you like a little burn, you're probably going to like the 10-year. If you really like something that's going to give you no burn going down, the 12-year is going to be it. So for our listeners out there, what, what would you pay for a 12-year? For the 12-year, I'm going to go probably to 220 max. I'm not going to go above that. I'd rather pay the MSRP price of the $65-$75. We all would. Yeah, of course. But if I really want a bottle, if I didn't have a bottle already, I would probably pay upward of $200. Some people will pay four, five, six hundred dollars $600 for this bottle. and they're. I would pay three fifty for it. I would go in the threes. I, I, it's also my, my favorite that, that I've had. Uh, and like I said, I'm... I'm a flex kind of guy, so I want it on my on my counter. So, for yeah. example, this bottle right here, when, right. when it when it goes, if I, I'm not going to pay the six seven hundred dollars, but if if I come across somebody or I can, we're going to raffle and piss you off again. Um, I will be more than happy to put it back on my shelf, which I used to be kind of a. I know you all don't like this, but a sell type person. Yeah. Um, since I've kind of got into it more, I actually prefer um, to keep it to keep it on me. Mm. So anytime I win it now and stuff, you'll be happy to know it'll be sitting on the shelf to share with friends. You didn't know what you were missing at the time. And then visit us again. It it really is interesting (laughs) how the palettes start to change the older you get, the more you get exposed to something. Oh yeah. And like if there was something you didn't like, kind of like with Paul with the Eliza Craig Barrel Proof. I know he's not a huge fan, but after coming back and his palettes developed, I mean... Look, if it's there, I, it, I'm not going to probably proactively buy it, but I put some water in it. I'd drink it if it was out. Yeah. I always recommend some, come back to something six months to a year later just to yeah. retry it. Well, I will say for the, the least novice or the most novice person here that what helped me in the beginning was throwing an ice cube in. Yeah. Doing a dash of water that that started helping. Then water, I can water, I can yeah. I can drink things more more straight now. You got to develop. Yeah, yeah you got you got. I mean, first example is I just had the ten for the first time since my first drink, yeah. and well, I, would, I would sip on that every day. And I as much it as just I changed like your life, didn't it? yeah, yeah. I just changed my life. I'm gonna steal this bottle. <laughs> yeah. it, as much as I like uh, barrel proofs and all that, I mean, I started out drinking mixed drinks. Um, bourbon and Sprite was my go-to at the time, and then slowly it got. Less Sprite, more bourbon, until... Anybody who tells you they drank straight whiskey when they first started off is... Liars. Liars. Yeah. yeah. They say it was shot and they made that face. But Nobody it, made a pretty face their first shot of bourbon. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, definitely leave us some comments. You can follow us on Facebook at Bourbon With Friends. You can follow us on Instagram, BWF Podcast. Tell us what you like. Tell us if you want us to highlight any kind of bourbons, any kind of drinks. We really want to hear from you. Our next three episodes are going to be over a thing that responses from you guys. So we had posted a on our Facebook page the top pick your top three bourbons out of about fifteen or so different ones. We've formulated them. We have our top threes. We're going to actually do the top three of those brands. So I know like the number one was Woodford. Um, so look for uh, our next episode to highlight uh, three different types of Woodford. Uh, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see what you guys think about that. Not everyone's tried some of those. Uh, I'm not, I have, wasn't a huge Woodford fan, but there's actually uh, a Woodford now that I, I can't put down. So uh, really excited about that. So guys, appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Zach, thanks for bringing the Pappy. Really appreciate, appreciate it. Y'all having me. And we really, Definitely. Uh, you know, like I said, leave us a comment and let us know how we're doing. And, uh, As always, bourbon with friends can change the world. Have a great night, guys.